Welcome to Refill Your Glass, the podcast that motivates, empowers, educates, and entertains, so you can replenish your mind and body. Hosted by yours truly, Amy Glass. Enjoy. Welcome to Drinks with Friends. My name is Amy Glass and I am the founder and creator of A Glass of Natural Health and Wellness, the community helping women break free and transform to live a happier, healthier, more abundant life. Today, I have a very incredible woman with me, the very special guest, Tracy Cook. Tracy Cook is, has an absolute, she could be the absolute testimony, oh, that's not a word, testimony, sorry, testimony of resilience. Sorry, it's been a long day. It's been a long working day <laughs> of resilience, um, overcoming a life of abuse, domestic violence, cancer, addiction, homelessness. She has literally transformed her hardships to a story of triumph, which I think is just absolutely incredible. I met Tracy um, probably a year and a half ago, and we connected, and I've just been watching her literally blow up like a phoenix rising from the ashes and she was successful before but now she just keeps reaching new and new heights um tracy is a global podcast launch strategist host best-selling author and speaker inspiring growing communities to move from victim to victory become and she became a visionary leader from that she had an incredible podcast called victim a victim to victory and now she has relaunched a podcast early this year called the podcast empire which i was uh, very honored to be a guest in that in part of the women's summit series and yeah i'm just so grateful that tracy has decided to join us today and to share her journey from darkness to empowerment and it's just a, she serves a beacon of hope for anyone seeking to overcome adversity and unlock their full potential so, Tracy, welcome to Refill Your Glass. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, Amy. And I love what you're doing with the podcast. I can't wait to watch all of your episodes when they launch all the time. And, um, yes, our um, our stories are what make us, right? Yeah. So I love um, when people introduce me like yourself just then, Amy, because it does allow me to reset and revisit all of those dark places that I used to be because I'm every reason not to be a success. I've hit yeah. literally every single branch on that tree, right? Yeah. And I don't want people to fall into story comparison, but I do mm -hmm. want everyone to get a message today, if anything, from your wonderful podcast here of sharing those messages of hope and sharing practical and relatable tips as well on how to actually overcome because all our journeys are unique. And yeah. if you're a woman in business as well, 
then your story is your brand and your brand is your story. Yes. And the person you were, we were just talking pre-show, and the person you were before all of this happened to you, that experience, that lived event, that person, that circumstance, that event, this is really hard to grasp, but it was actually given to you as a gift and to do something more with it. Because as Les Brown says, we all have the greatness within us and it is hard. There's trauma, there's healing, and the person you were to survive is not the person you need to be to thrive. Now, when I heard those words about six to eight months ago, that just went off like a light bulb. Yeah. Because I do come from, uh, you know, childhood sexual abuse, um, domestic violence. Um, my my father was a, an alcoholic. Um, we didn't have the, the best upbringing or circumstances. There was no talk about personal development or feelings or anything yeah. like that. It may be generational. And I'm well closer to 60 than I am 50 these days and it is generational as well and as generations come we can break those generational traumas and chains and it's literally scientifically proved in our DNA now in your podcast Amy you talk about um, wellness and and health and and mental health and and mm. things like that and I think this is really relevant and something that we need to talk more about because you can literally be that one person in your family to break those generational cycles to break those generational chains to not your legacy you know isn't material things your legacy is your story to actually change the rest of the the book chapters for generations to come, to break those generational traumas. Now, everyone has some form of trauma in their life, even if they believe they don't, they do. And it could even be just little Johnny sitting in the class, puts up his hand to answer a question and the teacher shuts him down and the kids laugh and he plays small and never raises his voice again, flies under the radar because he just doesn't want that feeling. That could be the most massive amount of trauma to little Johnny, you know, Mm. whereas little Susie may do that, laugh, and she goes, oh, stuff you. I'll just keep putting my hand up, you know. So it's so unique to all of us. And as we evolve and as we grow and as we get older and we revisit and we rethink and we have a look at all the same patterns that we're creating in our life with our life choices and our life circumstances. How did I end up with that partner? How come my kids don't respect me? How come my jobs never last? How come I keep making the same mistakes and I self-sabotage and I hit that glass ceiling all the time? Mm. And then you realize one day that it's actually you. Because yeah. no one's coming to save you. <laughs> and that burns. That really burns. No one's oh, yeah. coming to save you. And we have to embrace where we came from and stop blaming others. Yes, there may be an abuser. There may be your parents. There may be a, a circumstance or an event like the Bali bombings or something. But at some point, and this is so hard to grasp when this is after many, many, many years of personal growth, we have to embrace that 
We have to take a deep breath and really sit in our heart space and get out of our head and say, I am 100% responsible for my own life. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened, happened. It happened. And I'm not saying dismiss it or disregard it, Mm. but try to heal from it. Yes. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a counselling service, reach out to a community support person, reach out to a therapist, reach out to a natural therapist, whatever you're intuitively guided to, to help you to heal, and the yeah. healing will never stop. It, it, it no. is lifelong. The healing yeah. will never, ever stop. But you have more awareness of what your triggers are. You have more awareness of what situations and people to be around because we all know we're the average of the five people we hang around, right? And we get to keep what we speak as well. So if we're saying, oh, God, I'm dumb, oh, God, I'm stupid, oh, God, I'm always late, well, that is energetically what we're putting out into the universe. So Mm. the law of attraction is going to give us more of that. So we get to keep what we speak. So stop Mm. saying, oh, I'm silly. Oh, I'd never understand that. Oh, I'd never be able to do that. Stop not stop negating yourself. Mm. Have, just have awareness of what you're saying. If your five or six-year-old child was to say that, you would pick them up on it. So pick oh, yeah. yourself up on it. We have to start reaching out, getting that support, getting to really know what our language is and what language we're speaking yeah. And really audit your circle. And that includes family. That mm-hmm. 100% includes family. And yeah. limit yourself, limit the interactions and surround yourself. There's so many community groups and online groups and 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 activity groups in your local area. Just get resourceful. Go to your local council and ask. You know, I'm a I'm a senior and I like walking. What have you got in my area where I can go and make some new friends? Yeah, and then nothing is without action behind it. So mm-hmm. it's not just sitting there burning candles, listening to Yanni. You know, we've actually got to put some. You know, yeah, the, the manifesting it. and the affirmations are great, right? <laughs> the looking in the mirror and talking into our souls, and 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 that's definitely part of it, but we got to take a bit of action as well. Yeah, 100%. And you're right about the, the belittling. I think especially women, we tend to belittle ourselves so much. And for someone like I'm, I like to call myself a recovering self-hater because I have hated myself for as long as I can remember and it got to such a point where I couldn't even look myself in the mirror because I hated every aspect of it. I had, it caused eating disorders. It caused mental breakdowns. It caused all these things, but I'm also a a victim. Well, I don't like using the word victim because there's always responsibility on both sides. And before people start jumping and saying, no, 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 please listen, because Tracy and I do understand this to a point you allowed that to happen to a point i am not condoning someone's behavior i'm in i work in law enforcement so i and worked in uh, child protection for a long long period of time so i understand that there are some evil effing people out in the world and that don't deserve to breathe but 
I'm talking from my experience, my experience from, I came a couple of years ago, I broke free from a, a particular work environment that was extremely toxic. I was treated like nothing. Um, I was worked to the bone, um, but I was belittled in every single way. I wasn't allowed to be promoted, even though I was the top person in the in the unit. Um, I was treated my I have a medical condition, and they basically treated me like I was, I don't know, second, not even some yeah, just not even like a real person of sort of thing. They treated me like a problem that they needed to get rid of instead of helping. And when I got out of that, I stepped back and I started thinking about all the things that I said to myself or, the, or what I like to call the nasty bitch um, was saying. And then I'm like, well, I'm just, it's just a reflection of what I'm saying to myself. So I'm putting that energy out there. So what am I going to attract? I'm going to attract those people that are going to treat me like shit. And so that is what I'm talking about. The responsibility from that point of view, I am not condoling any uh, abuse or anything like that, but there is a point where you're energetically allowing that to happen. And there are ways to do that. And that's through all the things that Tracy just mentioned, but also acknowledging that. And once you start becoming self-aware, your life literally transforms because you, you start pulling yourself up on those on those things. And it could be something as silly as every time you look in the mirror and you go, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I'm always, oh, I'm so fat. So that constantly, you're, that's your, you're telling your subconscious, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. So what are you going to keep doing? No matter when you try and start a new diet, that little subconscious voice is going to go, what's the point? You're just fat. You're always going to be fat. So that that's the kind of thing we're talking about. I think we've gone off a bit of a tangent, but we're talking about that that responsibility. That's what we're talking about, not um, and taking responsibility for your actions as well, and and being part of that. But you're right, being <laughs> you've overcome so much stuff, and you probably and so many people would probably say you're very resilient, but it's not easy, is it? It's not easy no. to overcome no. those things. Re re resilience, um, you know, is is a growth yeah. resilience is a growth and it's great to have resilience and it's great to have tenacity and all is birth from a different place depending on what our circumstances are yeah. and that's why I always tell people to embrace their story as a gift and that is so mm. hard for people to grasp their head around especially somebody who's been through maybe childhood sexual abuse or so it's like that's not a gift you know what if you don't forgive yourself, then you can't move forward. You can't no. say, that has happened to me. I acknowledge it. I accept it. I'm aware of it. I'm going from survivor to thriver and I need to move forward because you know what? If you don't move forward from your circumstance, they win. That oh, person, yeah. event or circumstance, they win. They don't care. They don't no. care. They don't even think about you. So why should you? Why yeah. should you spend your whole life giving into that to let them win when they don't even care? 
They don't yeah. even remember. They don't even give you a second thought, mm. you know, if it's that kind of situation, DV, yeah. anything. Mm. So 100%. you have to live your best life. Yeah. You have to find that resilience level, whatever that looks like for you, to move forward in your life. Now, for some, that may mean that you get up and you get dressed in the morning and you can go to the shops without an anxiety attack. For Massively. others, it's it's I'm going to impact the world. I'm, I'm going to help a million women to, to heal. I, I need my voice to be heard everywhere. Yeah. And some people it's just I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to my mailbox and maybe I'll go out on the weekend to my garden, you know, yeah. whatever it looks like for you to be the best version of yourself so that the other person or, or circumstance or event doesn't win and doesn't, you see, I treat it like a book, Amy. Yeah. So there's all the chapters in the book and we hear this analogy quite often. We mm. don't want to compare our chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10 and we get to live our life by our design. We yes. get to choose who we surround ourselves with we do. We get to choose. Mm -hmm. We get to choose what circumstances we want to put ourselves into. It's yeah. a choice. And we also get to choose with a bit of awareness and a bit of help and support and guidance and healing and personal growth. And it's a journey that never, ever stops. But we get to choose how we show up every single day. Yeah. If nobody has done the David Goggins 75 hard, boy, like that is life-changing, right? And you can have the worst of worst circumstances. You can hear all these amazing people that have had massive success, the Oprahs and the Tony Robbins and the the um, uh, Russell Bransons and, and people are like that. We know their stories. Yeah. And at some point... You know, if you're a, a business person, your business is just a commodity if you don't tell people your story yeah. because it's that Me Too movement. And when we embrace that story and our brand is our story and our story is our brand, we can move forward because there's that one person sitting there listening to a podcast just like yeah. this one, just like Amy's, and they're going, oh, my God, me too. That's yeah. the one sentence I needed to hear. Mm. They get me. That's relatable. That story yeah. is mine. They're speaking to me. And if we don't share those snips of our stories or our entire story, yeah. then how do we actually evolve to show love and hope and empathy in the world to change the world? Because yeah. I'm going back to generational, Amy, of it stays in our four walls. We don't yeah. tell anybody. And I read something through my healing journey that um, really resonated and it's basically a dysfunctional family will praise lies, yeah. stays in the family, we don't tell anybody, yeah. and they'll actually criticise truth. Yeah. And that's why I don't talk to my parents. 
at all. But that's yeah. another story. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, if you've got the 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 dysfunction of um, you know, that the family and the parents saying, Don't you tell anybody, it stays in these four walls. Our family sorts out its own business. You know, yeah. you just look out for number one. You're all that matters, you know. Life's, you know, life's a B and then you die. You know, it's yeah. toughen up, you know, pull on your big girl pants. If we're hearing this Constantly. growing up, that programming and that conditioning and they the, you know, that's firing wiring in our brain. And mm-hmm. we take that into our teens and we take that into our relationships and our jobs and our financial um and then our, our wealth and our abundance. And then all of a sudden we go, we pull on the brakes of life and we go, how did I get here? And we yeah. wait till that prognosis or that diagnosis or that never ending event again that's happened to you again. And you go, come on, like, when's all this going to change? And it changes when you actually have awareness yeah. and you say, this, this has triggered me. These people trigger me. I need, I need to make changes. And then it's having those brave conversations, I call them, with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Having that brave conversation with ourselves because that's where the resilience and the tenacity and we drop our armour and our vulnerability is, is strength and we step out of where we don't want to be and we finally have a revelation of where we need to be to heal where we can just be ourselves be at peace with ourselves go into our heart space and not think so much with our head in that panic mode if I say this or if I cook eggs for dinner will that set them off and I didn't clean the floor and she's pulled up in the driveway and oh my god the kids aren't in the bath and all these things that we say to ourselves right Mm. and as mothers and, and parents and just women we spin these plates and we wear these numerous hats and we confuse ourselves with our roles. Oh, yeah. We just 100%. have to be comfortable in ourselves. We have to embrace think, our stories. Yeah. You know, I've had cancer, homelessness, addiction. I had addiction after my cancer operation, not to drugs, but to pain medication. Oh, yeah. Because I had a botched surgery, you know. And when I say addiction to people, they're like, oh, drug addict. It's like I, they were pain medication. <laughs> But that is, uh, I, I'd just like to make a comment that it, pain medication is the number one addiction in the world. And it's just that um, it's not, it's starting to get um, monitored now. But before it wasn't because it's not something that is, they, they, they just pop. You know, the crazy thing is you go to emergency with, say, you've busted your shoulder or, you know, your shoulder's disconnected or, anything, any sort of ache and pain, they instantly give you endone. And endone is the worst drug ever and it is the number one most addictive drug in the world. So, yeah, sorry, that's a bit of a tangent, but I am very against pain medication um, because I lost my aunt to it, um, I think it will be 12, it will be two years this Christmas. Um she was addicted to it and she overdosed accidentally and she died. And my, it was my mum's sister um, and she, she couldn't help her in it. And it was just absolutely heartbreaking that we couldn't help. And no matter how much we tried and she just, she did not want to get help. And, but 
I've seen, I see it in my job, uh, how addiction does it. I've seen it with my medical condition because my medic, my muscular dystrophy means that I'm in, in, in pain all the time. I've been in pain uh, a couple of years ago, a, a specialist uh, put me in a pain clinic and these, these, these people were telling me how much drugs they were on and they came to me and I'm like, um, I'm on nothing. And they just could not believe it. But yeah, totally different, different mm. subject. But I, mm. we could talk about that. Oh, uh, that's a show in its own, I think. That's a show in Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. People don't understand that addiction, addiction means anything that you're addicted to. You can be addicted to uh, chocolate milk. You could be addicted to, um, there's, uh, from my background, there are, there's a difference between um, people that are addicted to pornography and they just happen to get to the next level and the next adrenaline hit, which would be child pornography. So that's why they, so they're not a child sex offender. They just, they're addicted to pornography. So they need that extra hit. So no matter, you can be addicted to oranges and then you, I don't know, you can be addicted to anything. Um, and if you have, it, just people um, need to realise that addiction is not just drugs. It can be addiction to anything. And you could be addicted to being a, a self-abuser. Um, mm. And I'd say I probably was <laughs> until I decided to break free. And it's, it's easy to, to slip back into habits um, because it's easier. Your brain knows that so well and, and all those sorts of things. But sorry, I interrupted you on. on no, that. no, 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 no. You know what? It's, it's great to, to hear those kind of things because addiction, as most people would know, is a fallout from trauma as well yeah. you're going to get addicted oh, yeah. to something at some point right mm. and it may be chocolate milk or it may be pain med you know you're yeah. going to get addicted to something at some point when you're in that survivor mode and you're yes. going through um healing from from trauma in that survivor mode and mm. it's not until you have that awareness and you audit your circle and you go and do some personal development and you things don't change if things don't change yeah like we have to make changes if we actually want to break, you know, and uh, those generational traumas and curses to be mm. able to leave a legacy. And mm. I am very proud. I mean, I've got nine grandchildren and I can honestly say that, you know, they're not going to be brought up in the same circumstances and it's a different time, but I'm really aware to put down my phone and speak to them. I'm really aware of what language I use around them because if they hear adults talking and putting each other down and whinging and complaining and saying, oh, there's not enough money for that and they're going to grow up with a poor money mindset, they're going to grow up um, not attracting abundance, they're going to grow up thinking that they're, you know, they, they get to keep what they speak. And mm. even my, my, my five-year-old um, granddaughter, she um she says all the time, you know, we were in the car once and we're driving along and someone pulled out in front of me and I beat my hand and beat my horn and I said a swear word and she said, you get to keep what you speak, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> so they absorb absolutely oh, anything. We, don't we realise that as ourselves as adults of the old programming 
and the old language that we were brought up on. And you know mm. what? It's never our parents' fault really depending on the circumstance because they're just doing the best that they can with the tools and resources that they have and the Mm. coping mechanisms that they have and as generations blossom you can literally be the one that says and and I want to share really quickly because I want to be mindful of our time on your podcast Amy but there's this story of there's a daughter and she's putting the roast into the oven and she cuts off the end of the roast and puts it in the oven. And um, the, the, there's other family members there, and they go, why do you always cut off the roast before you put it in the oven? She goes, oh, my mum used to do that. And they turn to the mum at the family gathering, and they say, why do you always cut off the end of the roast before you put it into the oven? She goes, oh, my mum used to do that. So they all turn to grandma, and she says, well, back in my day, our ovens were only really small, and if we wanted to cook a roast, we had to cut off the end to put it into the oven so it would cook properly. But see how that story, just generations, they don't question or critically think, why are we doing it like that? Why are we talking like that? Why are we living like this? And it's not until you really evolve and do that personal development and embrace your story to be able to step into that other version of yourself because it is with us regardless of our circumstance. There's no knight in shining armour to come and save us. The greatness is literally within us. Abundance is our birthright. And the more energetic you are because everything is energy, the more you give out, the more you're going to get back. And when you put yourself in those positions, when you actually take a stand and you find your voice, that is such an empowering place to be. And Mm. like I said, it could just be getting dressed, going to your mailbox, or it could be standing on a stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people and sharing your messages of impact with the world. We need to change the world. We need to show hope and empathy, and we need to raise the next generations with empowerment and with being able to use their voice. And if Mm -hmm. you're in business, that will actually help you brand so you're more relatable, you connect more authentically, and what a way to live, just being authentic, showing up, speaking your truth, and it helps someone else. Somebody else listening to your podcast today, Amy, is going to hear something you or I have said and go, yes, that's just given me the inspiration to go and pick up that that crisis line. That's just given me the inspiration to, when I pick up the kids from school today, to sit down without my phone in front of them and just talk to them, you know, or somebody laying in bed listening to your beautiful podcast is going, you know what, I'm going to get up and have a shower. Yeah. Or I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna start talking to myself nicely. I'm gonna start doing like I've just developed um, a program that I've literally launched today. Um, I kind of sort of keeping. I'm not keeping it quiet, but I'm launched uh, when we're recording this, which is the 31st of July, um, and it's about transforming your mindset from that negative, stuck, burnt out mindset to a, a positive mindset. And the first one is addressing limiting beliefs and the and but actually taking a deep dive and going, well, why do you think you're, uh, for example, why do you think you're uh, stupid? Is that because your parents always said, oh, that's, don't do that, that's silly. 
don't do that, that's silly. Those sorts of words program your brain because your subconscious doesn't really know the difference between what's real and what isn't. And it will twist it in a way that benefits them because they are doing it to protect you. And this is something that I'm having to learn to accept that the subconscious is trying to protect you. Um, having a psychology uh, background and, and degree and stuff like that, trying to understand that the subconscious, when, when you're talking about trauma, when you're talking about someone who has, uh, say, for example, had been abused and or bullied, bullied's a great one. Most people have been bullied. Unfortunately, kids are cruel sometimes. Um, but that's learnt behaviour as well. Bullying. So if someone who's been severely bullied, I was severely bullied, and realising that that subconscious so you keep, I kept myself quiet. So I don't have a lot of friends as an adult. And now, because I'm doing a lot of healing, I'm on a massive healing journey at the moment. And I sit back and I go, that's because I kept everyone away. I was too afraid to let people in because I, I'm like, well, they're just going to bully me. And my subconscious would constantly say that and constantly question why that person was being nice to me. Why would, why did, why would they want to be your friend? Why would like, and it's just, it is an absolutely incredible and mind-opening. I can hear my girls playing in the background. They've got a squeaky toy. Um, it's mind-opening. And once you realise, holy shit, that, that's the reason why I act like that. And with the, that's the oven example is a fantastic example because most most daughters, will uh, they grow up copying their mothers and, and um, you can have daughters that are complete opposite to their mothers. Um, sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. But you are a reflection of your environment and the whole nurture versus nature sort of thing does topic comes into play. And, and you go to any, any person that studies psychology, you could argue with that to the cows come home. Um, but you are a product of your environment and your parents, like you said, did the best that they could with the tools they had. And, and um, so I had wonderful supportive parents and, and I was born with a condition and they, I was the first born child and, and they didn't know what was wrong with me, but that was the thing that I kept getting told until I did find out at age 14, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. So that I now as an adult constantly through my life, there's always something wrong with me. So what did my subconscious do in order to protect me? Negative self-talk. So it made me stay in a box and hate myself and not do anything. And it's just once you become aware, like the, it's like little puzzle pieces coming together. And once it clicks, it's like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, that makes sense. There's no one to blame. There's no one. I'm never going to blame my parents. They did. They are amazing. And but they are products of their environment. And I know from now. <laughs> Being, I've had to live with, uh, not had to, my parents have been living with um, my husband and I for six months because their house was delayed because of the building crisis in Australia. Everyone knows about the building crisis in Australia. It's, it's insane. But so I've come and it's been a blessing because I've, it's, I've understood their behaviours now. And then I understand, okay, well, okay, so that's a product of 
their environment. And it just keeps going back and back. And I was listening to a, a podcast recently and it was about uh, shadow work and stored trauma and how trauma can is handed down generational. And I'm just like, wow. And then currently doing studies of this in neuroscience. So it's not something that just the what some people go to the woo-woo are talking about. It's it's neuroscience, their understanding that that trauma is passed down, especially if you're a firstborn child. And it's just like, wow. So that trauma stays in your body and it manifests out, which we both understand very well. So, yeah, I just wanted yeah, to. genetic DNA, genetic yeah, DNA, yeah. in our DNA, literally. It's yeah. in our DNA. It's in our cells. And um, we've got to remove those blocks and do that inner work to be able to change generations, to step into our success and claim our birthright of love and abundance. Yes. And that's that's what we have to do. We have to be resilient. We have to dig deep and do that work. And that looks different for everybody. So reaching out to the crisis centre, you know, having an exit plan, um, you know, auditing your circle. Um, You know, if you don't like your job, then find something else that's going to light your fire you know yeah. if if you don't like what your friends talk about and do you do have a choice because if yeah. things don't change things don't change mm-hmm. so how are you going to exit out of that and where are you going to go next mm-hmm. and then audit that circle have complete awareness around that circle because once you actually change those key elements that we've been mentioning then there is so much glory and so much love and so much abundance and so much joy and so much um, comfort in the healing. You know, Mm. we embrace the healing then instead of resisting it. We let down, you know, the guards and let down um, our armour and we're fully vulnerable and we feel so courageous at the same time. And that's definitely my words of advice for anybody listening to your amazing podcast here, Amy. And I hope that really does resonate with somebody and make sense to somebody today. I think it will. I think there's so many people out there that are are looking for someone like ourselves that that are brave enough to come online. And trust me, I, two years ago, would never have dreamed of being on camera, but I just did it and I just kept doing it. And sometimes, like most of the time, I don't even care if no one watches because at least I've said what I wanted to say. And I think mental health is such, it's such a, it's been such a taboo topic, generational thing like you were talking about. But now it's becoming more open and I just want people to to be comfortable to speak about it. Um, like I was ashamed of my mental health and now I'm like, no, you know what? That's made me who I am. And I've been through so much shit and I've come out the other side. And if that can help someone who can't get out of bed, who thinks that that they, they're contemplating suicide or ending their life and they listen to this and go, actually, there's a bit of hope. There's a bit of hope. There's a spark. And that spark starts, the fire starts going again. You reach out to people like us or you reach out to the crisis line or you reach out to someone that can help and you start talking and you start that healing journey. Is it easy? No. Is it going to be painful? Yes. Is it going to be really difficult and some days you don't want to get out of bed and you run away? You want to run away? Yes. 
yeah. Do you mm-hmm. have days where you just want to collect, just cry all day? Yeah, you do. But on the other side is amazing. And one of uh, someone, one of my, I don't even know who told me this. They basically said that you've got to, in order, in order to get the rainbow, you have to go through the storm. So you've got to clear, you've got to clear the path to have the rainbow. And if you want to have a better life, if you are, if you are in your thirties, forties, fifties, whatever, and just gone, how the heck have I got here? I I'm miserable. I hate my life. Blah blah blah. Take a take a take a bit of stock. Start going. You know what? I need to break free. That's why I, I call my community breaking free and transforming because you do literally have to break free. Feel like you've been in a prison, and that's sometimes that's a self-made prison. It's your subconscious-made prison. And once you start coming out of it, a world of opportunities and and abundance and positive things, all these things come in. You're still going to have shit still happens. You can't stop things happening because you have no control over the outside world. But you do have control of your your how you respond and how you go and you have your own house and all those sorts of things and your friends and your family and stuff like that. And unfortunately, sometimes you need to make those hard decisions of cutting the people, those toxic people out of your life. doesn't mean you cut them out. Sometimes it means you cut them out forever and you never see them again, or it means that you just don't spend as much time with them anymore until they realize that the reasons why, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And absolutely you know and we never know what someone's story is either so it's just being kind right we we don't know that person we're sitting next to on the bus we don't know their story yet we the assumptions is a word that is the thorn in my side we all make these assumptions we hear people say oh i bet she or i heard you know stop with the assumptions we never know yeah it's it's um it's it's very hurtful to people to assume mm. things of them based yeah. on your own beliefs because mm. you don't know what how many chapters they've walked through in their book just to be able to show up you know yeah. to work just to be able to show up at mum's club just to be able to drop their kids off at school etc and then you're going to assume and then create gossip around that so again you get to keep what you speak life's a lessons be kind show hope empathy and love and that will actually create a ripple effect to change the world 100 oh i can't i can't go on any further from there that's just the perfect ending tracy (laughs) that is the perfect (laughs) ending um but yes no 100 and for someone who works in my job and our life is to sort of assume what someone's going to do it's really hard to switch that brain off when I leave work, mm-hmm. but I do. And it's, it's a conscious thing. It's a conscious thing. And, and my family um, can be very stereotypical and I pull them up on it now. I never used to, I used to agree. And now I'll go, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You just assume. Yeah. And, and I love that. I love that saying that if you assume you make an ass out of you and I'm sure and yeah it's yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and, and just you know just just um uh, if you don't mind just adding adding to that as well it's um you know if you're actually letting people talk like that around you as well you're part of the problem not the solution mm. as well 
Yes. Again, that awareness, again, that finding our voice, right? We don't have to say something. Maybe we can get up and just leave the room Mm. and people will hopefully catch on. Yeah. You know, and if they're talking about you when you're out of the room, then maybe change your circle. (laughs) Yeah. What's the the Taylor Swift song? It's, it's, hi, it's me. Yeah. (laughs) Me. I'm the problem. It's me. So that's it. Absolutely. All right, Tracy, thank Absolutely. you so much for joining me today. This has been an incredible podcast and I no doubt that we will probably, I'll definitely be asking you to come back on again because we have got so much to speak about and to share to this and share to the world because, like you said, one person's story it can be the key to unlocking someone else's whole new life. And that I think is incredible, the power of words, the power of the power of social media in that in that way. And I know the bad side of social media. That is what I do all day. <laughs> and then I switch it and then I come and do bring the light. So, and, and you're doing exactly the same thing with your incredible podcast and having the amazing guests that you have on your podcast and helping others to find their voice and speak their truth and show the world that and allow others to heal as well so I think that's just incredible and thank you so much for joining me today thank you it's been an absolute pleasure Amy and um, I'm really looking forward to uh, listening to a few more of your episodes as well it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you very much for having me thank you thank you and um, thanks again and remember thank you for listening and remember to refill your glass and get your thirst back for life see you next time bye Hope today's episode has provided you with some valuable information to empower you to take charge of your mindset, health, and well-being. Remember to subscribe, and if you have any questions or feedback, please make a review. Thank you so much for joining me today, and until next time, remember to refill your glass and get your thirst back for life. Bye.